Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. That intro song is getting more and more fitting as we go along. Welcome back, TSS family. Good morning. It is TSS Fantasy, or sorry, it is Wake Up with TSS Fantasy. No yeah, no nothing. It's too early. I ain't trying to hear that shit neither. Let's welcome to the studio who actually was brave enough to join me this morning, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. 7 a.m. ready for the house call. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. I hope you're ready because I definitely am not. Um, But those who are out there in the um, fantasy world, big day today. It's a big day not only for, um, um, you know, NFL. It's a big day for our fantasy owners. Um, Listen, every week in the NFL is a big week, and we're in week two. So guess what? Today is the biggest week we got. Those who went 0-1, time to step it up, get a win, feeling kind of proper. Those who took in, uh, those who got a win, it's time to put your foot on the necks of people. Um, speaking of that, I'll be heading down to Miami in a little while. We'll be putting our foot on the neck of the Buffalo Bills. All right, so let me just start. Before we get to the house call, do the proper, uh, proper intros. Don't forget, visit us, tssfantasy.com, all of our latest rankings. Um, just me and Nick this week, uh, Juice had a little bit of a hospital issue, and Fred just got back from Honduras. So we only have a, me and Nick's up, um, but you know you can probably trust Nick's more than you trust mine. So I would just look to that uh, if you have early morning questions. Um, and don't forget, listen to us on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Visit all of our sports podcasts. Uh, we have a, lots of things from racing to wrestling hockey, everything, we, we can cover it for you. Um, so visit our network, and uh, you will not be um, disappointed, I assure you. 
Don't forget also, visit us every morning, Radio Unhinged, 8 to 9 a.m. And in fact, to this morning, after we get done, we'll be having our week two preview. We'll be airing um, on the radio as well, so you can get ready with us right after this. If you have any questions this morning, I know it's early. You can put them in the comments section. If you know if you have a question about a start, question about a trade, please bring it to us. I'll be definitely happy to answer it for you. Um, and and with that all said, let's start with a Dr. Miller house call. The doctor is in now. Oh, I hit the I hit the wrong one. We had the whole music and everything. Hold on, let me let me hit the right one because I got to do it proper now. Never too early for Motley Crew in the morning. Welcome, Dr. Miller. I got the double intro this morning. That was outstanding. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Appreciate it, Commissioner. So Most important in the house call. The, uh, this was breaking news to me about a minute ago. I did not know Greg had a hospital situation. Greg, hope you get better. That's the most important medical report today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he had, um, I think it was called, it was something in his intestines, and I think he called it bitchitis, but... You know, he'll have to get that checked out uh, during the week for sure. All right. All right. So who do we have? Well, we talked about this is a big week this week. Um, you know, it's week two. Um, there's some questions on who may start. And there's also people that just aren't playing. So a lot of those owners, like Odell Beckham is one of them, um, which thankfully I, I sat this week. Um, so uh, one of, some of those guys that aren't playing this week, you know, why aren't they playing? And, you know, what do you foresee for them? And then, again, if you have anybody that might be questionable, this is the time to let everyone know your thoughts. Yeah, so El- Odell Beckham, let's let's start with him since you brought him up. Uh, again, over the summer, we talked about him. He was a 20% of the bench guy once he started playing. And I want to highlight again that he had a surgery in November. So we're just now 10 months out of surgery which is still within the scope of what's appropriate for rehab for an ACL repair. And I don't know how much college football anybody, any listeners watch, but uh, De'Eric King, the Miami quarterback, he had an ACL repair early this year, I think. It was either December or January, and he's back on the field. We should not use a nine or ten month or an eight or nine month recovery as the standard for ACL return to play. That is not normal. It's likely not in the athlete's long-term best interest. So the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. is waiting a little longer until he truly does feel 100% is in his long-term best interest. He's more likely to have a better season when he comes back if he feels prepared and if the knee is stable. So the fact that he's not playing this weekend doesn't concern me. I think he's still a good long-term choice but he may not play again next weekend. It may be a couple more weeks. Again, surgery was just November of 2020. Indeed. Just something for us to be, uh, you know, owners to to watch each week and see how he's feeling. Um, I guess maybe because of the Saquon coming back um, kind of made everyone think, oh, okay, well, you know, Odell will be fine. Um, which that, you know, again, you know, both of us know very well know everyone heals differently. You know, I've had that question asked a lot, you know, as a therapist, hey, you know, when am I going to be back on my feet? When When is this going to happen? Listen, everybody heals differently. It depends on how hard you work, your diet, and your body's just different. So um, all depends. We'll, we'll keep monitor OBJ. All right, who else you got? Yeah, so um, Josh Jacobs, not playing today. And he's listed on most reports as toe slash ankle, but this appears to be a case of turf toe. Mm, mm. Now, 
Turf toe in its mild forms, and, and the anatomy really quickly, turf toe is a sprain of the joint between your big toe itself and the big toe portion of your foot. So between the metatarsal of the foot and the proximal phalanx, the MTP joint of the great toe. It's essentially the knuckle joint of your big toe. And he's got a sprain there, or a likely sprain there. Best case scenario, he's three to four weeks, I think. This is really painful. And the challenge here is that anytime you walk, you run, you cut, you are moving that joint. And it's incredibly painful to move when it's already sprained. So he's got limited stability. Anecdotally, I had turf toe and it lasted three years before it fully recovered and I felt absolutely painless again. So not comparing um, myself to an NFL player, but just that pathology can be something that lingers. Again, mild form, maybe three to four weeks. So if he's uh, if he's not playing next week, I'm not going to be shocked. However, if it's severe enough, we may hear in the coming days that, that he's a surgical candidate for this. Yeah, um, we talked, I don't remember who it was, but we talked about somebody in the offseason, and just can't recall who it was, who had turf toe. And I remember mentioning it then, I'll mention it again. Um, I mean, O.J. McDuff- McDuffie was an old Dolphins uh, receiver who retired because of turf toe. It, it's a lingering injury. So this definitely is cause for concern for Josh Jacobs. However, if those, you know, who were smart enough, if you have Josh Jacobs, you handcuffed it with Kenyon Drake, so you're going to be fine. Or if he's out, if Kenyon Drake just happens to be out in your league, if you're in like a four-man league, I don't know why he'd be out there, but make sure you grab Kenyon Drake. And I'd even, um, if I would, make a trade for him. All right, who else you got? So the show was already managing Raheem Mozart conservatively last week. And I said some of the indications said four to six. I wasn't buying it. I said eight weeks, maybe more. Um, And now, you know, word's coming out that he's going to undergo season-ending surgery. So shut him down for the year. Mm. Now, I don't know exactly what procedure he's having done, but I do have it maybe narrowed down to one of a couple or or maybe both in some type of conjunction. Um, He said he's having surgery to repair his knee to give him, quote, the best possibility at coming back 110%, which makes me think he's considering microfracture surgery, where they go into the knee joint right where the cartilage defect is and drill some small holes in hopes that the marrow comes through and it promotes healing and uh, restoration of the cartilage. That's, that's a possibility. Um, I don't know a whole lot of NFL backs who have had that procedure and come back. So I really don't have a good standard to compare this to. He also may be having some type of stem cell. We talked about that last show um, injection into the area in conjunction with that. But again, the important take home message here is that Raheem is done for the season. Yeah, um, you know, again, if you'd listen to us, we we, we were telling you this is going to be problematic, you know, and even going forward with Trey Sermon, you know, and, and Eli Mitch, I know Mitch was the big pickup this week. Again, we just don't know. We'll see, They're kind of uh, wishy-washy. Well, they go with one guy, they go with the other. But now that Mozart is out, I mean, at least there's at least only two now, not three, um, that you can be concerned with. All right, who else you got? Got two more. One is fantasy relevant. One is not fantasy relevant to the same extent. Miles Sanders popped up on Wednesday's injury report. Grade one lateral ankle sprain. Um, you know, just something to keep your eye on. Yeah. Uh, um, and then watching that game, you know, just to 
talk on that real quick fantasy wise. If you if you watch that game, they went to Kenneth Gainwell a lot. So if you know if he's out there in your league, definitely grab him. I know I've seen him on the waivers this week. Um we talked about him on the show, but um I would definitely if he's still out there make a claim for him. They used him often um and, and in short yardage situations, which could end up meaning uh, goal line touches as well. Last one to talk about uh it's on the defensive side of the ball. Like the Cowboys again. Uh mm. Marcus Lawrence. So he fractured his foot in practice this league. Again, not the most fantasy relevant issue, but to anybody who's watching the show with an interest in medicine, he fractured the fifth metatarsal, uh, the tuberosity, which is that bump on the outside of your foot, really close to where Carson Wentz's fracture was. Now, the challenge with DeMarcus Lawrence's is that it's probably a Jones fracture, and that's just describing the location there. The location is that it's not a well-vascularized area. In previous shows, we've talked about how you need good blood flow to promote healing. This fracture that Lawrence has is in an area of the bone with poor healing capacity. So um, if, if there's not a positive indication that he's healing early, he may end up getting surgery to allow for better uh, better stability and earlier weight bearing. But either way, I don't see him back anytime soon. Yeah, um, and that, uh, excuse me, I started to say garbage. That defense is already garbage, so that is not good uh, for them. But good news, fantasy-wise, anytime you see somebody playing the Cowboys D, you might want to start them. Um, all right, Dr. Miller, well, we appreciate you, appreciate your time. I especially appreciate you getting up this early because, man, I'm. it's still like fumbling my words at this point. However, let's get ready. Big day Sunday. I got the coffee ready. Hope you do too. Enjoy the game. All right. You too, my brother. Have a great one. Man, Kamish, must be hard trying to get us clowns to come together for the show. Yeah, especially keeping us motivated during the Jeffers snack breaks. It's almost like we need a counselor or someone to at least consult us because we don't know what we're doing. Luckily for us, we signed the best coach in the business. Vision, Coach, and Consulting. They have led the way for business professionals for over 20 years. Yeah, you know what? They offer business coaching, life coaching, and consulting services that can put you back on the track for your personal goals. You don't say, Nick. You know what? Check them out today at coachingandleading.org or on Facebook or Twitter at their handle, Coach Lead Win. Vision, coaching, and consulting, because every champion has a coach. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. 
All right, so something I didn't get to last week um, that I thought was important, and um, you know, I realized that as I was watching pregame, and some I want to do every week um, when we do these shows is talk about the weather. I know it's silly, right? But not silly when you're considering fantasy, especially kickers and things of that nature. So, um, and I noticed that last week when um, they did the sideline report for the Bills and the Steelers game, it was windy as hell, and I was like, wow, that that could make a difference in this game could make it defensive. And guess what? It pretty much played out that way. Although I don't know if the weather had that much to do with it. Um, so today, as I was looking over the weather, actually, there's really not much to talk about. You know, we looked at the Bears. It's 80 degrees. It's clear. Um, six mile an hour winds. That's the Windy City. Not much going on. Partly cloudy in Cleveland today. Um, 76 degrees, five mile wind. Um, you know, obviously Indy's in the dome, Miami. So the my the Florida games today, all of them say the same thing. Humid. Yeah, it's humid as hell. You're here in Florida. So if you're one of those northern teams coming down here today, Buffalo, get ready for it. Um, you know, it's hot. You know, I brought my computer out here. This is my studios outside um, in my pool area. Um, as soon as I put my computer down, my screen fogged up because it's humid as hell and it's early as hell. So guess what? Later, it's going to be just as humid. Um, if not worse, um, Jets, um, again, 76 clear, um, 86 or 75 in Philly clear Steelers, 75 clear, obviously you're in the same area. Um, Carolina, 84 degrees and overcast today, um, in Jacksonville, light rain is possible. So that could, could make a little bit of a difference in that game could mean big things for the Denver Broncos defense. I like them a lot today. Um, dome for, uh, Arizona, the bucks, same thing we talked about in Jacksonville, possibility of light rain and humid, not a big win, five miles an hour. Um, dome for LA chargers, Seahawks also a uh, possible light chance of rain, nothing big, no big win. So it doesn't look like weather is going to play a big factor today in any of these ball games. Maybe on Monday night, it looks like a 15 mile an hour win is scheduled with some partly cloudy skies. Maybe that's about it. So um, I wanted to bring it up last week. However, this week it seemed like I brought it up for no reason. All righty. So let's get on. We're going to talk right now about um, our rankings and just talk about some of the people we like, we don't like. Um, We'll start with the quarterbacks. Um, In our top 10 today, my number one, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, going against Detroit um, again, after the horrible, after that horrible performance last week, obviously Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and show and prove today, or excuse me, on Monday night. And it's the big, you know, you know, the bright lights are on. He's also, and I forgot, um, I, you know, I'm sure all of you heard the stat all week, whatever he is, he's undefeated essentially after a loss, um, big loss like that. So I expect a big day for Aaron Rodgers, big day for Aaron Jones. Big day um, in general for the Packers on Monday night. Um, but also in that game, since we're talking about him, I don't have him in my top 10. Um, and it looks like I don't even have him in my top 20. But a good sleeper play um, would be Jared Goff on Monday night. And I know um, one of my um, co-hosts said that you wanted him as a sit Um, But I, like I said, I disagreed with him then. I disagree now. I think um, garbage time really doesn't matter in fantasy. And I think there'll be a lot of garbage time for Jared Goff on Monday night. So that's a um, sleeper QB this week. I think you should definitely look out for. Um, when you talk about Kyler Murray against Minnesota, 
Um, you know, that defense isn't what it used to be in Minnesota. Um, you know, I used to be one of my favorite fantasy drafts because they played so well, especially in the dome. Just not that team anymore. Um, and look, <laughs> I mean, Kyler Murray is the alpha male um, in the NFL. I mean, you know, obviously Pat Mahomes is up there, but Kyler Murray is is right there with him at this point. So I'm um, just making it look easy. Um, again, with the weapons he has, it's, you know, that obviously helps him out a lot. So I like, uh, obviously Kyler Murray a lot today against Minnesota. Another good one today. If you got him must start is Tom Brady against that porous, porous Atlanta defense. Um, Philly, you know, Philly wasn't expected to be game busters offensively this year, but they sure looked it against this defense. So, um, I would definitely, um, I definitely think Tom Brady could have a huge day, um, against Atlanta being at home, you know, it's hot, humid, they're definitely going to take it to them. But again, the NFL surprises us, you know, last week, you know, I talked about a few games that there would be fantasy bonanzas, that Eagles game being one of them ended up just being a lopsided fantasy bonanza for one team. Could, it could play out this way, but who knows? Maybe Atlanta wakes up from their last week um, horrible offensive performance, and they come out and play as well today. So that's certainly what could happen. Um, so you could see a good uh, possible fantasy bonanza in that game as well. Um, let's go to now Pat Mahomes. Now he's somebody I wanted to highlight because I do have him in at number three, but he is somebody I am most certainly concerned about this week. Baltimore's defense is good. They didn't really play all that great. However, I am concerned that um, they're going to want to play better. Well, obviously, they'll want to play better, but they'll come out to play better, um, and it will end up showing up on the field. So um, I, you know, a little concerned for Pat Mahomes. However, at the end of the game last week, um, I don't know if, how much you guys watched the Browns-Chiefs game, but man, it, you know, in the beginning, it looked like a struggle for Mahomes. Um, looked like they were trying to find their rhythm, couldn't find it. And then all of a sudden, man, he just hit that groove and it was just on and popping. So, I mean, that's certainly what could take place today. I mean, he could once he or tonight, he could find that groove um, again and just go ape shit again. So, um, you know, but but he could also struggle. That's a good defense to watch out for. So, again, just caution. Obviously, you're going to play Pat Mahomes, but, you know, I obviously want to watch that game. Now, a big one this week um, coming down there to root against him. However, I think he's going to have a great day today. Josh Allen against the Dolphins. He always seems to just know how to beat us. Um, know to do, to know to, he could basically knows exactly what to do. And I don't even know if it's Josh Allen at this point. Um, it just seems like lately when the Buffalo Bills come down to Miami, it's a track meet for them. And then for some reason we can't seem to stop them. So, um, you know, I hope that's not what happens today. I'll be driving home very disappointed. Um, but, um, I am hoping obviously, uh, for the latter, but we'll see. Um, we'll see how Josh Allen plays today. I think, um, again, though, he's going to have a decent day against the dolphins. All right. Um, Jameis Winston, he's interesting, uh, to bring up. I have him in at number eight. Um, they're going against Carolina Carolina, actually, you know, we <laughs> Greg, Greg's made a joke about them since the beginning of preseason. Like, if you can name someone, challenge to name someone from the Panthers defense. Um, and it is a bit of a struggle. Um, however, they, you know, again, played well last week, and uh, but it was against the Jets. Um, now you're going against the, the New Orleans Saints, who really looked good last week. Um, and Jameis Winston, you know, if he continues this, 
Um, I don't, I don't you know. I don't want to say like statuesque quarterback, you know, where he's like a game manager. That was the word I was looking for. Um, cause that was how he kind of was last week and very proficient throws, um, you know, stuff, but he was able to put points on the board, which we know Jameis can do. So, you know, again, for those who invested late in the Jameis Winston pick, you might be, um, get, that might have really paid off for you depending on how your draft went. And then we'll finish it up. I'll finish up at number nine. I have Justin Herbert there versus Dallas. The reason I want to, I want to, you know, kind of talk about number nine and it kind of bleeds into 10. Um, I like Justin Herbert today. Um, you know, last week, um, you know, he str- struggled a little bit, but you're going against a Dallas defense that, you know, we just talked to Dr. Miller, um, now missing a key member of their defense, um, and just not a good defense overall in general. So, um, you know, Justin Herbert could have a huge day today. Um, and obviously that means well for his receivers as well, but we'll, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but that bleeds into my 10, um, because that I wanted to talk about that too. We have, I put in Matt Stafford at the Colts and only because I feel like I'm always a Matt Stafford doubter and he always seems to prove me wrong. The Colts did not look like that formidable D um, that we were told about, um, quite frankly. So um, I don't know if it was just a little bit more hype than um, than actual gameplay. Um, we shall see today. I want to see how well Matt Stafford does, but I think he could be in set for a good day today. Um, he looked really good last week, and they're back in a dome. Um, but so I have Dak Prescott there at number 11. So that's that's what I meant. I want to bring it into the 10. So I wanted to bring Dak in my top 10. However, it always seems like, you know, and again, this is just in, in my point of view kind of thing. Um, when a player has a really great game, it's never equated the next week. Like you're never going to get the 40 monster points. Um, and I forget what Dak got. And he didn't get 40, but, you know, he had a good amount of points. You're never going to get that back the following week normally normally speaking. Um, but this could be a huge day for Dak though. This could be one of those <laughs> where I'm completely wrong. And he could, the, those fantasy bonanza games, this could be a big shootout today. So Dak Prescott, obviously he's going to be in your lineup. So, I mean, he's going to be a good play for you. Um, somebody that might be interesting um, that maybe you didn't or didn't start last week that you're looking at um, is Jalen Hurts. Um, I have him at 16. He had a big week last week, and I think I had him six or seven last week. You know, we talked about the matchup. Um, and this one, I have him a little farther down. And again, I don't know if it's because of <clears throat> the things that we're seeing with um, um, San Francisco, but I, I'm just, I don't know if I really believe in them and, and their defense. You know, I, you hear a lot about their line. It's the best offensive and defensive line in football. I, you know, I, I didn't see it last week. I really didn't. I mean, they did well, obviously, against Detroit, um, but also Detroit did well against them offensively. So, you know, I, I don't know if I'm a huge believer in the 49ers D. So Jalen Hurts, although I have him at 16, could end up having a really big day for you um, as well. I mentioned earlier Jared Goff. I said I didn't know if I had him at top 20. He's actually number 15 for me because, like I said, those garbage time points um, I think will be good. Um, somebody I don't like this week, um, I have them in the top 20, although, like I said, at this point, if you're starting anyone down there, you might be hurting a little bit in the quarterback area. Um, you know, Carson Wentz, I don't, you know, it looks like I, I'd mentioned, it looks like the statuesque, I don't know what to do, Carson Wentz uh, has come to Indianapolis, um, which is 
bad news if that's if that's how he's going to play the rest of the season. And you're going against the L.A. Rams that if you're playing a little gun shy, you're going to be on your back the rest of the day. So I hope that Carson finds his groove today a little bit, starts to you know find maybe something with Michael Pittman Jr. Um, you know, just find a rhythm with someone and Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, just to get on that game a little bit. I think for them to even win this game, um, as far as the Colts are concerned, they're going to have to establish Jonathan Taylor today. Um, so I don't I would definitely sit Carson Wentz um, unless you really do need him in a pinch. Joe Burrow at 17. He's interesting as well, only because of the matchup. Now, Joe Burrow, you know, he played great last week, you know, and I questioned, you know, how well he would play coming back from the injury, um, you know, so soon, you know, look at see Odell Beckham. You know, we talked to Dr. Miller about not even on the field. Joe Burrow's out there and um, he actually played a really good game. However, playing the Bears defense, not the Bears of the Monsters of the Midway. However, you know, they still are the Bears it would be a good uh, they're still a good defense. Um, really quickly, while I'm kind of working my way back up, so my bad, but. Let's go to Teddy Bridgewater. I didn't want to miss this one and because only because like, you know, I'm not I'm not a Teddy Bridgewater guy, never have been, and I'm not sold on him, you know, at all. However, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think Nick uh uh proefically said, I don't even know if that's a word. Sorry, it's too early. He said that the Jacksonville defense actually doesn't meet the eye test and he is exactly correct. I don't need I don't think it meets any test. Um, to be quite frank. So Teddy Bridgewater today, even though you don't see Jerry Judy, you see a big day from Noah Fant. I could see a big day from Cortland Sutton. Don't forget about Tim Patrick. We talked about him and the waiver wires as well. So he could end up being the number two target. Um, so before um, the game start today, if you have a slot, you know, guy you're not really, you don't really care about, you might want to fill it with Tim Patrick because this might be a Tim Patrick type of day today. Um, so again, somebody just that maybe add, I don't know if I'd start him yet because we're just not sure, but definitely put him in on your lineup. All right. And we're going to finish up with number 19 and Baker Mayfield. Um, I only have him this low because I think that this is going to be a monster running day for Cleveland. A definite get right game, if you will. Not that they had to get right, because quite honestly, that was one hell of a game that they put on against the Chiefs. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, they had really dominated the beginning defensively. I don't want to say dominated, but it looked like they definitely frustrated KC. Um, they were doing the right things. Adjustments, of course, were made. Here comes KC, and like I mentioned, it looked like it was child's play at that point afterwards. So, um, you know, but that was on defensively, which we know they have a good defense. Offensively, it looked like they could do anything they wanted, um, except throw the ball, like, downfield. Like, you know, Baker Mayfield had some good throws, not, not nothing crazy. So, but I like Chubb. I like Hunt today. So I don't see Baker having a big day. But again, a big get back game for the Browns. So I do like them overall in this game. And I think they'll have a big game, um, you know, especially defensively. Um, I think the Houston Texans are going to kind of come down to earth a little bit. Might have been a little pumped up from, you know, all the offseason chatter and things and just played a one and, of course, played a Jacksonville team that just wasn't that good. Um, but I think they come down a little bit to earth this week. Um, and we'll see a little bit more of the uh, Houston Texans that we were expecting. All right, I'm going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we will go over our running backs and receivers. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? 
I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. And I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy, finger licking good, check out Irie Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. That's where the licking is good indeed. All right. Thank you, our friends at iRevives. I mean, I went and checked out their um, website the other day um, and just really impressed. I'm, I hate it. I'm down here in Florida because, man, they got some really good food and it's actually really healthy too, which is what I like. So uh, definitely if you're in the New York area, check out our friends at iRevives. All right, let's go into our running backs. Um, you know, again, I just talked about it, finished up with this. Um, so let's start with it. The number one running back for me this week is Nick Chubb. And again, when I was watching that game last week, those guys really looked like they were just doing whatever they wanted offensively, Cleveland. So I like him um, again today against a Houston defense that, again, you know, it's Houston. Um, They played decently last week. However, you know, Trevor Lawrence still threw for three TDs, even though they got three picks on him. He's a rookie. So what do you expect? And again, I like them to come back down to earth a little bit today um, and like see the Browns just run all over them. That's what kind of what I'm expecting in that particular matchup. So again, probably never, probably don't see this in any rankings, but Nick Chubb for me, number one. I haven't actually looked at any rankings, so maybe he is. I have no idea. All right, so let's go to um, the number two, and I have Alvin Kamara. Somebody haven't been high on all season. I talked about last year, the touchdown production, um, how well he did last year with touchdowns doesn't necessarily equate to what he was going to do this year. Um, And that showed out in the first game. However, again, he didn't get in the end zone last week. I think he gets in the end zone this week. So I do like him at number two this week, Uh, maybe even two touches. Who knows? Um, Ezekiel Elliott, again, I'm going to just say this um, again. I'll find some kind of patented thing. I know fantasy bonanza is like played out. So again, I keep saying I'm going to do it. Somebody email the show. Give me something to say because I got to find something cooler than Fantasy Bonanza. Regardless, equating Ezekiel Elliott or anyone in this matchup, I would definitely go with. Um, I like him at number three this week. Um, this is going to be a good offensive game for both teams, I think. Um, um, so I, I'm definitely um, excited, actually, to see the matchup. Um, and luckily, it's at 4 o'clock, so I'm on my way home from the Dolphin game. I'll be watching that. 
Um, all right, so let's go to CMC at number four. Um, you know, I was a little down on him this year only because of how much he disappointed me. However, he, you know, came out first game, showed you why he was the number one pick, you know, why he should be the number one pick. He's the guy. I mean, he, he's great. He does everything for the um, Panthers. So, um, and again, a great outlet for Sam Darnold. Um, so expect another good day from CMC. However, that New Orleans defense played really good last week, obviously. And I don't know if that was just the... Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the chill Aaron Rodgers that was coming back from Hawaii, like, oh, damn, like, ugh, the NFL, I didn't get a chance to get ready. I need to get ready. Um, this week, like I said, he'll be ready. So I don't know if it was that or their just defense played that well. I've never, they don't usually play well outside the dome. So that was what was surprising to me, um, how well they played. So we'll see. We'll see today. Um, Aaron Jones at number five against Detroit. Again, you know, anyone on the Green Bay Packers, I would definitely look to start this week. Um, definitely get uh, right game for the uh, Packers offense. Um, so I do like do like that. Dalvin Cook at Arizona. Okay, so this is I want to get to this because this is like the six and seven really concern me. So Dalvin Cook at Arizona. We saw what happened to Derrick Henry last week. It wasn't like the um, you know, it wasn't like the Arizona defense played well, but it wasn't like they were just, you know, not letting Derrick Henry get off the line or anything like that. They just, uh, it was their offense that was their best defense against Derrick Henry last week, putting up those points, but Derrick Henry completely out of the game. It could possibly happen this week with Dalvin Cook, although Dalvin Cook's more versatile, um, little dump off passes. You can see more versus you don't really see that a lot with Derrick Henry. Um, so again, not as much caution for number six. Um, but number seven, Derrick Henry, speaking of him, they're playing Seattle. Have a great offense as well. So this could potentially get back to what just happened to them. They could be end up, you know, end up back in a shootout. Ryan Tannehill's got to try to save the day for them, uh, which doesn't spell a lot of good things for their offense. So they're predicated on ground and pound and let, you know, the play off the play action, which Ryan Tannehill is great at. Um, you know, but when he tried to set up and, and, and save the day for them, it just wasn't happening. Two fumbles. I think he had in a pick, um, got to set it up with Derrick Henry today. Um, I would think they'd like to establish that early. Um, and, but you know, game flow is game flow. You might not be able to get a chance to do that. So we'll have to see, but an interesting, uh, pair at six and seven for sure. Najee Harris versus Las Vegas. So, you know, Steelers uh, hadn't really talked about this game. I think this is, you know, I talked about Houston getting back down to earth. I think Las Vegas also is going to come back down to earth a little bit from last week. I like the Steelers big in this game, and I like them. And since they're going to be up big, like to see a lot of Najee Harris today. Um, they've they really. I think it was. Uh, I had. A, I forgot the the stat. I want to say it was ninety four percent of the offensive plays last week. Najee Harris was out for. So hey, if he's out there that much got to put them in your lineup. That means a lot of opportunities when they're on the field. So again, definitely a big start for Najee Harris. Somebody that I haven't been high on, I never am high on, only because he's always got an injury concern and uh, things like that, is um, Austin Eckler. I haven't been at number nine this week. Again, we're a little too early to be worried about injuries at this point. And again, fantasy bonanza, fantasy jackpot, whatever the how <laughs> we call it this is one to be you if you have somebody in this game i would definitely start them 
Um, this, you know, again, fantasy bonanza in this particular matchup. All right. Uh, we'll go on to the rest of the rankings with running backs. Um, you know, I have Joe Mixon there at number 11. You guys know, not a big Joe Mixon guy. However, he is leading, he was your leading rusher in the NFL right now. Um, so, um, again, though, playing the Bears. So this could, you know, could bring him back down to earth a little bit. However, you know, Joe Mixon starts off pretty good normally. So, Potentially, you know, way everyone played last week, you could have Joe Mixon potentially the number one rusher after week two as well. So um, I think he's a decent play today. Like I said, the Bears defense isn't uh, what it used to be, so to speak. So, um, you know, a decent day. Um, to say the least, I think for Joe Mixon, um, someone else in the same matchup actually that I like, and I'm always like one of those guys that I always doubt too is David Montgomery. Um, you know, he's playing against the Bengals. You know, we know about the Bengals. Man, <laughs> you know their defense plays. Um, but you know, again, they played decent last week, but Dalvin Cook still had a decent game. Um, you know, all, all the way around. So um, I like David Montgomery in this game. They use him a lot. And again, it's against the Bengals defense. So I think that'll be good. Um, all right. We'll talk about Kareem Hunt again. I like he's number 14, my 14 back this week. Um, you know, again, without OBJ there, the Browns went back to what they were last year. And it was just pound, pound, pound last week. And they, you know, just didn't stop. I saw Mayfield, you know, he he had some good throws, um, but it was more of the ground and pound like that again this week, obviously um, with Houston, at, you know, at home too. So again, could be a good day for him. Um, Dr. Miller mentioned Miles Sanders having him at 15. He mentioned he's a little nicked up. So that could spell concerns for you today. Um, and again, if you have Miles Sanders, definitely pick up Kenneth Gainwell, um, not only due to the injury, um, but again, they utilized him a lot and often. So again, I would definitely, um, I would definitely you know, pick up Gainwell if I had him. And the reason I'm stuttering, sorry, is I'm I'm looking at my sticker and I notice I still have Josh Jacobs up there. So please make not start Josh Jacobs. He is out of your lineup this week. Um, but speaking of that, I think, you know, I don't have him in this top 30 list um, because, you know, hell, I just was behind on my on my stuff, apparently. But, you know, Kenyon Drake um, could be a sneaky good play today. I know the Steelers defense, though, is good. And I just mentioned I think they'll get right today. Um, however, Kenyon Drake's a playmaker. You know, as a Dolphins fan, trust me, I know this guy's made some amazing plays. Everyone knows he the miracle in Miami play. Everyone saw that, uh, but he's all, I've always said that about him. He's just a playmaker. So, um, you know, potentially some big plays for Kenny Drake today, if they can uh, um, get in some tra- kind of track meet with the Steelers, which I just don't see happening. Um, I do have a Trey Sermon in at 20. Now this could be potential. He's in your RB two, maybe, you know, flex because we don't know what these running backs are going to do, but he's got potential. If they give him that starting role today, against Philly, who we not sure. I mean, is that that is that defense as good as we saw last week? Um, so again, he's got potential to be a top 10 running back today. Um, so if I have Trey Sermon um, or Mitchell, I would play both of them just today. Um, you know, normally I would say not to, but today I think you have a good chance. You know, we're all gambling pretty much anyway. So you're taking the gamble that he hits big today, um, and it's a good possibility. Um, finishing up down here at the bottom, um, we'll talk just real quick about Damien Harris at the Jets. Um, you would think, you know, right off the jump, you know, I talked about him last week. I like Damien Harris. Um, he does, you know, he does great stuff. 
Um, and you know, he was supposed to be the uh, head honcho this week. However, um, when we had a conversation in the preseason, I remember distinct, instinctively saying, well, you know, I'm not high on Damon Harris because if he fumbles, it's a wrap. And guess what happened? He fumbled. But so did um, Stevenson as well. So I don't think they're going to put James White as their starting running back. Um, so I still like Damian Harris to be the starter. However, I mean, again, proceed with caution. Um, however, today against the Jets, he could have a decent matchup. All right, let's go on to receivers. And man, talking this much by myself is really gets me cotton mouth. I just have to tell you. All right, let's go with the receivers real quick. We'll go on the top 10 um, right off the jump. Devonta Adams, we talked, I talked earlier about Aaron Rodgers, about the Packers. It's a get right game on Monday night. Um, Devonta Adams, of course, he's this guy. He might have a huge night on Monday night. Um, of course, you're going to start him anyway, and it's great because he'll be that Monday night miracle for you if you need it. Um, the, uh, Hopkins, you know, again, I talked about Kyler Murray before when I talked about Aaron Rodgers, it all kind of instinctively rolls together. Um, Hopkins, he's always should be a top three guy, um, every week, you know, obviously you're gonna roll with him. I don't care who they're playing. He's still your guy. Uh, Keenan Allen. Now I got him up higher than I normally would have Keenan Allen. Number three this week for again, obvious reasons, playing the Dallas Cowboys, um, down a man defense. Wasn't that good last week. Wasn't that good last year. So what does that say? Probably not going to be good today. Um, I do like Keenan Allen a lot. We talked again, Tom Brady, that Bucks Atlanta offense, Chris Godwin at number four makes sense. He looks like the best of the trio. However, I like to also see Mike Evans get, uh, get a get back game as well. Um, and we'll talk a little bit in the top 10. We'll go to Justin Jefferson. Um, in Arizona. Big disappointment last week, especially against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I thought for sure it'd be a huge game for him. Um, yeah, he just didn't really show out. However, in this particular game, they're going to need Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, this, you know, Hopkins, Kirk, AJ Green still there. Um, so this offense is nasty and they're going to need big plays to stay in this game. I know they're going to want to establish the run, all that, keep keep Kyler Murray off the field. Yeah, duh. Well, we all like to do that. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Um, so again, this could be big things for uh, Justin Jefferson today. Um, at number nine, I'll skip down to him. Stefan Diggs, um, lackluster last week. Again, it's one of those things where I just always feels like things always end up evening out. When you waited, when I waited tables back in the day, even to now, it's all the same. You know, sometimes you have good days, sometimes you have bad days. It just is what it is. But eventually, it's always even and out somehow. Bad week last week for the um, Bills offense means a good day for them today. Unfortunately, sad to say. So um, I'm hoping not, but I think Stephon Diggs um, definitely be a top play for you as well. Last one in the top ten, and we'll finish in the ten. Calvin Ridley at Tampa Bay. All right, so Tampa Bay's defense is good. We know this. We know they're a great defense. Um, you know, they, they played a great game. However, Dallas still played really well offensively against them. So um, if Atlanta comes out, you know, ends up having that old school Atlanta type day, Calvin Ridley is going to be your guy that you're going to want to start. Uh, for sure, because he's going to, you know, he's basically him and Gage and Pitts. That's all there really is uh, left there. All right, um, let's go into our the rest of the 
rankings here. Amari Cooper, number 11 um, against the Chargers. Again, going back to Fantasy Bonanza Day. Like him a lot. Like that. Like anyone in that matchup. Um, Debo Samuel. This could be um, an interesting matchup as well. For, as well. Um, he uh, he had a great week last week. And, um, you know, again, with Brandon Ayuk, I don't know where he is. I don't know what happened there. Um, that offense is kind of tricky. So, you know, he's I like Debo Samuel today to make some big plays against the Philly defense. Um, you know, again, it depends on which Philly defense shows up. Is it the one from last week? Is it the one from last year? Um, but again, he's somebody to watch out for. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I would um, definitely somebody I like this week is Cortland Sutton. You know, we talked about Jerry Judy being gone now. Um, you know, you're you're in Jacksonville. Um, you know, Tyrod Taylor had an amazing game against that Jags D last week. So um, for minutes to say, I don't. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater, excuse me, is going to throw for 500 yards, but he's going to have a decent day. And he's only got, um, you know, he's got Sutton, he's got Tim Patrick, and he's got Noah Fant. So I think, you know, Corlin Sutton's going to be the big playmaker today. Um, I like to him a lot. Somebody that didn't show up at all last week, and we were kind of high on him, um, and I think we'll have a decent day today, is Marquez Callaway. You know, he, he was just nowhere last week um, in a game that Winston played very efficiently and played well in. Um, so, but I do like him today again, talked about stuff, even and out. I think this is going to be the bounce back, uh, for him, just kind of even the stats out anyway. Um, somebody last week that I also talked about on the show and then end up didn't starting him, um, is Devonta Smith. Now he's very interesting this week because, you know, again, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is that Niners defense? Is it is it good? I mean, I, I don't know. It's the you know Jared Goff has had a decent day against them. So um, you know Devon, you know Jalen Hurts comes out and play like he did last week. Obviously, he looked for Devonta Smith early and often. Um, so he could potentially have a big day day today. He you know obviously he's at your wide receiver two somewhere in there, but he does have potential to be a number one today, um, depending on what defense shows up essentially if you will all right and then the last one i'll talk about um in the receiver rankings um because he made some news obviously on the sidelines as well as julio jones against arizona um brable called him out you know during the week he had the little you know his little spatting on the sidelines all this so um you know it's interesting that i i'm assuming he just kind of showed up and was like yeah i'm just here um, not ready to win a championship. So I have a feeling, get a little feeling, that he's going to have a real get-back game today. I know there's a lot of mouths to get back in Tennessee, um, so it'll be interesting to which ones are going to fe- get fed the most. Um, but I think Julio Jones in particular, because of the incidents that happened, especially with the coach and stuff, that usually means uh, you know they're going to be looking to get him back right. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about the tight ends defense. Wrap it up because I got to get my butt to my head. Hi, this is Freddie. 
Freddy the Jester from TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester. And one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. If my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the auto clinic where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 34769. And you can call them at 407-892-8104 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto Clinic that you can trust I'm about to have another snack break. It is 7.47 on the East Coast, and I can tell you without certainty that if Freddie is up, he has most certainly had a few snack breaks already. All right, let's go on to our tight ends. Um, you know, we'll just go in the top 10 because, you know, honestly, if you're out of the top 10, you're just kind of shooting for shit at that point. But, you know, I can talk about some guys outside the top 10. Um, but some guys in the top 10 this week, um, a get back game, I think, for George Kittle. Um, you know, again, I think um, the Eagles defense um, kind of played out of its mind last week. Um, I like to see um, a lot more of Kittle this week after his little Falcon punch to Detroit. Um, see a lot more targets, I think, to him today. So I like to like to see him. I have him as my number one today. Travis Kelsey, you know, again, it's Travis Kelsey. I don't even need to say much. Um, somebody I did want to talk about, though, was Mark Andrews at four. And I think Freddie or one of our co-hosts brought him up, um, asked where he was. And that's true. Where were you, bro? I mean, you literally you, you made me look silly because I literally thought – you know, this was going to be that guy with nobody else to target. Um, actually, and it ended up being the guy I have right below him, number five, Darren Waller, who had that end up being. So Darren Waller last week at number five, he had, um, you know, great week last week. You know, I know everyone saw it. However, you're playing against the Steelers this week. That's why I didn't have him so high. It's the natural reaction to be like, oh, he had a great week. He's got to be number one. Um, so I was just pump the brakes a little bit. I always just, you know, try to see if it's a trend. Is it the, is it the defense, those types of things, but listen, you're playing Darren Waller regardless. And just, you know, we're just kind of talking about the numbers in general, somebody I do like too this week. And I, I think you, you know, if you've watched any other fantasy stuff, you've heard, I'm sure others, Robert Tunyon, again, Aaron Rodgers, green Bay, Detroit. It's Monday night. It's a get back. I like them a lot. Um, Noah Fant. We just just had the conversation about Sutton. He's kind of in the same. He's in the same boat. Like him today with the absence of Jerry Judy. I mean, who else is Teddy Bridgewater going to go to? Got to go to the guys that are there. Noah Fant's a good playmaker, a big target for him. Um, I like him a lot. Jacksonville's defense, not all that great. You know, we've been over that quite a few times. Um, or if you're a Jacks fan, you already know. They're not all that great. So no big deal there. Um, somebody else that, you know, could have a huge game. And I know if you took him, you didn't invest a lot in him because he was going late this year. Um, is Rob Gronkowski at number eight. Uh, potential to be the number one again this week. Uh, big potential against that Atlanta Falcons defense. Um, so, you know, again, that's interesting. I, I, I like Rob this week, and, um, you know, we talked about him in the offseason. If he came out in shape, you know, it depends on what Gronk came out. And the in shape, Gronk came, and he, he looks great. Um, not for nothing. Okay, and then to finish up, 
Um, I can talk about my number nine, Kyle Pitts. Like, you know, he was the big guy that people were jumping for this year. Um, even though he was a rookie, you know, a lot of hype on him. Um, but didn't really show it in week one. And I have to say, you know, seeing him on the field, he almost looked um, – I don't say skinny because he obviously isn't skinny, but just in comparison, you know, to other big tight ends, he just didn't. I mean, it, I'm assuming it's just because he's a rookie. It just, you know, again, he looked the, that young part. So, um, you know, I like him to get right this week against Tampa if if Matt Ryan can, you know, stay upright and make some plays down the field. I like to see him find pits a few times this week, um, other than Ridley as well. Um, some guys out of the top ten. Um, I'll bring him up since I'm um, going down there and I was so high on him in the off season and I uh, just made me look like a, a dick last week with zero points. Mike Gusecki um, versus Buffalo. I have a weird feeling that, you know, I talked about, you know, Josh Allen. I think he's going to have a good day today. I have a weird feeling that, you know, Gusecki and Waddle are also going to have a good day only because I've, as I talked earlier, um, they're going to need to throw the football. They're going to need to stay in this game. Um, you know, hey, you can say whatever you want about Tua. doesn't matter. It's all about opportunity. So, you know, say what you want about Tua. If they have to throw the ball 40 times and keep in the game, uh, they're going to have good stats. So, you know, it's 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 just the nature of the beast. So I like Gusecki could, you know, and again, I don't want anybody buy the hype this week, but he's potential, potential to be top 10. I'll put it that. Put it. I won't go too... Uh, he kind of disappointed me. Well, not kind of. He totally disappointed me. So I'm not going to go too high like I've been on. But I think he's got potential to be in your top 10 this week. Uh, I think he'd be a safe play nonetheless. Um, anybody else in the top 10 worth mentioning? You know, oh, there is one. I have eight, 18th. Well, he'd be 17th. Um, is Jared Cook. I actually like him in this game only because he, you know, as an older guy, he slows down as the season progresses. Um, usually early though, is when you'll get your points out of him. And again, the matchup against Dallas, a game that I think both quarterbacks are going to have big games on. So again, only, only the receivers and tight ends can benefit. So put it that way. All right, we'll move on and finish up with defense. So, um, you know, uh, this is, this is a sore spot for me. Because last week, you know, I always do this in my fantasy leagues. I always look for two good defenses. Um, the reason I do that is just so matchup base. You know, I can hang play with this guy. This, you know, these matchups here. I like this matchup there. Um, and unfortunately, it ends up screwing you sometimes because you're like, oh, I like this matchup. Well, it's done it twice now. So last week, I went with the. Um, Redskins over the Steelers um, due to the both of them had tough matchups, but I just thought the Bills, you know, were, were going to be better uh, than the Chargers last week. So I went that way. Obviously wrong. Steelers had a great day on defense. Um, and then this week I go into this week and I put Steelers my number one. I don't look at rankings anymore. I just do my own. So I just went in there and I put them in. I didn't even look. Um, and then I did look though. And then like, I think Wednesday, I said, let me see what these other people have these defenses. Well, Lo and behold, everywhere I saw Washington was number one this week. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. And again, I talked about that before, those get-back games. And I'm like, you know, Giants didn't play well. But, you know, it's also Thursday night. So that's what kind of swayed me. It's Thursday night. 
the offensive teams are any the offenses, excuse me, the visiting offense doesn't play well on Thursday nights. So, um, you know, that was the old standard anyway. So I just assumed, OK, well, duh, let's go and play the Redskins. It just makes sense to play them. Um, and you saw what they did. <laughs> Negative one. So I'm going into this weekend as Steelers, my number one ranked defense. And they're on my bench. All right. So anyway, um, so I do like them a lot. Again, talked about get back games. I went my little ramble there. But um, Las Vegas played great last week. Again, I think they come back down to earth and Steelers have a great day at home. Um, Patriots are a good defense this week. You know, they're playing the New York Jets. Um, you know, a lot of mistakes are going to happen. They're just trying to find their rhythm right now. And I'd say Zach Wilson's horrible. They're just literally just trying to find their rhythm. Um, so, again, I, I like that defense. You know what Bill Belichick does to rookies. Um, I mean, he gave two of fits last week, and two is not a rookie. Um, so, you know, I, I like the Patriots, um, this way, I believe they said he was just worried in the pocket sometimes. So, um, you know, that, that's interesting. And two more, um, defenses. We'll just talk about to close it out. How about the Denver uh, Broncos against the Jags? I mean, I like that one a lot, especially if it's a little rainy, like we talked about in the report, um, you know, it gets that little afternoon, you know, it's just going to make it, make it, put it on the ground, all that good stuff. And man, Denver's going to dominate that way. Um, so, this could be a really good defense for you to play this week. I definitely would look for them um, and the Browns. I talked about I talk, they're going to be at home. It's their home opener against the freaking Texans. So, I mean, what are you going to say to that? Uh, definitely must start if you have the Browns. All right, we're going to take a final break, and then we're going to close it out. I got to get on the road, and let's go, Fins. Hey, guys. It's Mitch Lopez, your local farmer's insurance agent. As hurricane season approaches, is your homeowner's insurance going to make the cut? Are they charging you more for your renewal or even worse, canceling you? If so, I think it's time to put your insurance company on the bench and make Mitch Lopez Farmers Insurance your number one pick for all of your insurance needs. You can reach me at 407-603-7366 or you can follow me on Facebook at Farmers Insurance, Mitch Lopez, IG. Mitch Lopez underscore Farmers Agency, or you can check my website at Farmers Insurance Mitchell Lopez Jr. All right, TSS family, we appreciate you. Um, and I didn't hit it up much because it's still early, but please do me a favor. Like next next Sunday, get up, give me some questions. In fact, during the week, give me questions so I got something to talk about because talking an hour by myself sucks. All right. Love you all. Appreciate you. Dr. Miller, thank you, sir. It was much appreciated. And I didn't mean I was talking the whole time because you were definitely valuable info today. Um, I appreciate you all. Make sure you come on to our website, tssfantasy.com for all the fun. If you're watching now, you can go to Unhinged Radio between eight and nine. We'll be having our week two preview there. Get ready with us and get get ready with us every morning. 8 to 9 a.m. Make us part of your morning commute um, as well. And we'll have our live shows on YouTube and check out the podcast on Spotify and everywhere. It's Spreaker and everywhere else you do your podcast. All right. That's my little rambling and I'm done. Also, one last thing. Don't forget to visit Belly Up Sports Podcast Network as well. We also have our merchandise there on the website. So, again, if you want some tank tops, whatever, um, I'm definitely going to start buying some so I can support them on the show. Um, And if you're down in Miami going to the game today, fins up, baby, and we'll see you down there. All right. 
for um, all of us and the crew, we appreciate you, and we are out. Oh, do do do! I'm not. I have to do this by myself. I guess apparently. It's time. It's time. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.